Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Pierce of Mind podcast. Today is a, we have a lot to cover. We, we have a lot to cover in today's show. Uh, big news coming out of the NFL as uh, one of the players finds out how to destroy a trade uh, to a city he doesn't want to go to, and the alliance is picking up steam, and we are excited about that. And many other things as today's show gets started. I am excited to be joined by a couple of my favorite guys coming out of the state of Wisconsin. My good friend, Brian. Brian, how you doing, sir? Good. Steve, how are you? I am very... Did you say Steve? <laughs> Why are you fucking with me already? Yeah, I'm good, Pierce. What, what, what did I do to deserve this? I mean, if it was Eric, I could totally... Uh, <clears throat> Appreciate you fucking with him. I was a little uh, upset after the uh, Baker Mayfield trade in our dynasty football leagues. Listen, I made it very clear that I was willing to do anything. That that that's anything. That's everything <laughs> to accomplish my goal of getting the bake. And uh, yeah. And I just, I had no choice, really. That's just all I have to say. There was no choice. I wanted Baker Mayfield on my team. It's a dynasty league, and I gave up a ton to get him, but I think it will pay off in the future. Um, I don't know that it's going to pay big dividends this year, but whatever. Uh, We're also being joined today by our good friend, Kevin Tenney, who will be on shortly. He's a busy man taking phone calls like a big baller. Uh, while he's doing that, let me tell you guys that we are on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, we are also on Spotify and Stitcher, so go find us. Listen to the audio content, especially if we have a bad week of video. It's a good time to go and catch up uh, with the show. Give us a five-star rating. Subscribe to us. Uh, help us you know, climb the ladder of success here, people. If you're watching live and you want to be part of the show, there's several different ways to do it. You can call into the show. At 385-216-6926, and I'll get that started as I'm talking about that. Uh, That will call you into our Skype line. We'll get you right on the air. We love interaction with the fans. Um, If you're watching us live on Facebook, all of your your messages come live into the studio, and we'll uh, answer those as we go, and they're pertinent to the conversation. And then if you're watching us live on Twitter, uh, just message, tweet us, using the hashtag POMP and that will come live in the studio. And again, you can be part of the show. It is a big day and I'm just going to start right off the bat. And I hope Kevin gets here really soon. Uh, because actually I think he said that, um, he was on the phone with Drew Rosenhaus, yeah. um, Antonio Brown's agent. So hopefully when he comes back, he's going to have some Antonio Brown news, for some us. big news for us out of the Antonio Brown. So let's start with that. First off, I think, well, let's tell everybody what happened. So I think if you were anybody who watches any kind of sports, uh, sports center, Twitter, really it was all over the place. It was seen to be a foregone conclusion that Antonio Brown was heading to the Buffalo Bills um, or Siberia, basically. And then I woke up this morning and the deal got nixed because Drew Rosenhaus called and said that Antonio Brown found out he might be going there and said he wouldn't show up. What do you think about that, Brian? Uh how do you you seem to be a sensitive guy to uh these guys being assholes uh what was your thoughts on it the balls on that guy wow um on the one hand (laughs) i kind of don't blame him 
uh, going to Buffalo where um, it's pretty a it's pretty much a barren wasteland of talent right now. And I mean, you got the Patriots uh, looking down at you from the top of that division. Um, at that point, everybody, every other NFL team had, had come out and said, we're out, you know, by then we're the saints, the Titans, the Colts, the jets, they were dropping like flies. We're out, we're out, we're out. And then the bills trade looked like it was going to happen. And, at this point, it's the Raiders, right? I mean, we have to assume it's the Raiders. And if it is the Raiders, the Steelers have lost, like, all their bargaining chips because everyone else dropped out. Yeah, I think at one point the Raiders <laughs> thought they were going to get a – not the Raiders. The Steelers uh, thought they were going to get a one. Oh. For him, I never thought that, but that's kind of the conversation that everyone thought. I think that's absolutely impossible now, right? Like, there's just no way they're getting a one. I think most are going to get is it, which I think they should have gotten this in the first place a, a, a two or a three. The guy's 30, going to be 31 before the year starts. If, if the Raiders gave up a first round pick for Antonio Brown, they overpaid. Um, I mean, you saw last season Amari Cooper, I think he was 24 years old, went for 24, 25, went for yeah. a first-round pick. Golden Tate, who was 31, went for a, a third-round, fourth-round. Um, Antonio Brown will be 31, I think, next NFL season. He's a great receiver, but age is a factor. I think he tweeted earlier that he wants to be the highest-paid Yeah. Uh, wide receiver in the league. I don't think that happens, but he is going to want a significantly large extension. You're not going to give up a first round pick for that. And if you do, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I'm giving up a one. Uh, even, even if you have three of them to play with. Yeah. Oh, and the Raiders, they just need too much in anyways. Like they need those picks. Like it's not like they're, they picked all those picks up and they don't have some desperate needs. Um, they need to utilize those picks in the draft. So, I think – I heard something today. I think watch out for a team like New Orleans who's on the cusp of being significantly in the run for a Super Bowl. Shout out to our good friend Julie watching us on Facebook. Um, but I think the Saints are a team to watch for because – especially if you could get – if the Saints could pay a, two, a second or a third – for that guy's talent, and you match him up with Drew Brees, I think it's match made in heaven. Um, what do you think about something like that? Yeah, I know that was one of the teams at about uh, 10 a.m. Central time yesterday that were one of the teams that said they were out. But at this point, I got to think that nobody's really out anymore, especially after the, the fallout with Buffalo. Well, I feel like Buffalo is the only real team that's out. I mean, I feel like after you get – kicking yeah. the balls like that, uh, I'm, you're kind of done. I'm still a big believer that, that Tennessee is um, going to get them. Um, but as far as the Saints go, if I'm the Saints, um, <clears throat> my first thing is I'm looking at uh, Tyrell Williams. Um, younger, uh, probably uh, cheaper to acquire. Um, I want to see the other guys first. All Antonio Brown's doing is burning a hole in the Steelers' pocket. 
Um, well, yeah, they're, he's due a signing of $2.5 million bonus on the 17th. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, um, you know, I'd be in no rush to sign him. I'd kick the tires on some of these other guys um, and see what they're see what they're looking for first. Younger guys, too, most of them. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think, and I hate to say this because I actually became a strong, a strong brown guy. Uh, a funny strong brown guy. I became, uh, you know, a, a proponent of um, uh, Brown after I watched his ESPN interview. Uh, watched all forty three minutes of it, and I thought the guy made a lot of sense and a lot of things he said. Like, he there just wasn't like a. A relationship with anybody on that team um and you know he talked about why he left saying that hey he went up to the coach on the sideline said i'm hurting coach coach told him then go home because everybody other you know basically everyone's hurting so he bounced like was it douchey probably but i i feel like on some level that relationship's been broken for a while and that and that was kind of like the straw that he just said okay fine you want to test me i'm gonna i'm out there's there's some coaches that alienate players Mike Tomlin's one of them yeah. um Lev Bell had said something similar that he he didn't get along with Mike Tomlin um uh, Tomlin and uh Pete Carroll are there's two coaches who have shown that they baby their quarterbacks and it rubs um other guys on the team the wrong way Richard Sherman that rubbed him the wrong way that um Russell Wilson could get away with anything and Pete Carroll um pulled Richard Sherman aside um, one time and said, you can't talk to your franchise quarterback. Like, I mean, that's, that's not good. And not good in my opinion to treat a quarterback that way or any player. Um, and even on, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you saw what um, Bill Belichick did to um, what's his name in the Super Bowl, uh, Malcolm Butler. Um, was it Malcolm Butler? Well, yeah, and that cost him the Super Bowl in my opinion, but yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, you know, the thing is, I think we've had this conversation, too, is I think we can all agree, like, Tomlin needs to go in Pittsburgh. No matter, I think that winning or not, and here's the thing, I don't think we agree that he maybe needs to go. I think we agree that he's the problem. Oh, yeah. And he's the problem, but if you get rid of Tomlin, who are you going to find that's a lateral move or better? But are you willing to keep, like, getting rid of these players? And this is why I wish Kevin was here right now. Um, and this would be a great question for him is, are you willing to continue to get rid of these players that are so talented? I mean, think about, like, when, how long are we before we're having a conversation? Is it next year, the year after, before we're talking about Juju being unhappy and frustrated and wanting out? Like, you can only replace that talent so, you know what I'm saying? You're only going to get that lucky so often. And they have been like really like hitting the lottery at wide receiver and you know, the history of hitting the lottery at linebacker. But if you get yeah. pissing every one of these guys off, what are you going to do? Like, how do you, I don't know. There's one guy that seems like uh, too humble to be rubbed the wrong way by a guy like Tomlin. And that's James Conner. I don't think that could, I, I, you could do whatever you want to James Conner. He'd probably be like, yeah, it sucks, but I'm not going to say anything about it. Yeah, but, he seems like just a, a super humble dude. So, um, I think if I were to put money on the next guy to have an issue with Tomlin, it would probably be Juju. Yeah, I yeah, and I do think that's going to happen. You're right. I think Connor just with his story and how you know he was 
really doubtful to be alive, let alone to be running back in the NFL. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything that's going to be too much for him to handle yeah. on the field. Uh, yeah, I want to come back to that a little bit when we get Kevin on here, who has went MIA uh, because he's a big baller. Um, by the way, shout out to uh, his little girl. Uh, it's her birthday today, and her and I become pretty good buddies. Uh, she's been she's three, so you know, I act her age, so we get along real well. Uh, and I know that was one of the things he was doing today. I think it was her birthday party. So shout out to Winnie. Um, let's talk about a trade though that happened. And I know Eric, who's potting too. I just texted him. I was like, man, I would like to get him on here for some drama today, but he's actually potting right now as well. Um, I think he's trying to steal my thunder, but probably doesn't have any guests. So the Browns made a trade. And I think universally everyone thinks it was a smart move for both teams as, uh, they traded, uh, Zeitler, and his hefty contract, the highest paid guard in the league, I believe, still. Um, and they went out and got Vernon. So I'm having a, like I said, a mind. Olivier. Yeah, Oliver Vernon. Olivier Vernon? Olivier, thank you. Olivier yeah, Vernon. Yeah. Uh, which is great because they get him to replace Jamie Collins, who they cut uh, this week. And I, I, A, I think he's an upgrade from Collins because. If you watched any Cleveland Browns games last year, Collins played with zero effort. I mean, which is funny because he was the leading tackler on the team, which I couldn't believe when I read that stat today. Uh, but if you watched him play, he played like he just wasn't in it. And I don't want that. I don't want that culture you know, on my team, and I was happy. I, I think everyone, every Browns fan I talked to last year said he's got to go at the end of the year. So they cut him, I think, yesterday, uh, day before maybe, and then they bring in... They make this trade, and so what do you think about the trade? Like, let's go there. Um, I thought it was a great trade for both teams. Um, one of the biggest issues um, for as a glaring issue last season for the Giants, but for a while now, that offensive line has just been disgusting. Um, when you have an Eli Manning who's past his prime, you can't have. Um, just turnstiles in front of them, letting guys come through and forcing that ball out. Um, and then um, Olivier Vernon going to the Browns is great. I mean, imagine keep keep a close eye next season on the lower back half of um, Ben Roethlisberger because it's probably going to be uh, brown a lot, whether it's just dirt or he craps his pants every time he sees Olivier Vernon and Miles Garrett, you know, across the line from him. Yeah. Keep a close eye on that. Yeah, no. I think I think the Browns and here's the thing, first of all, I don't think they're done. But I think the Browns are gonna they're gonna take that next big step next year. I I'm a homer and anyone knows it, I'm a huge Cleveland Browns market. I pretty much never talk in reality. Uh but I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to the Super Bowl. I truly believe we're going to win the division next year. And I don't even think it's close. I think I think people are going to figure out how to stop Baltimore and that stuff they're doing there with Jackson. Uh, and it's not going to be as effective as it was this year because that's how the league works. Uh, I do expect that there is a chance that 
Baker maybe takes a small step back, just, you know, sophomore slump. I think a lot of people have them. But I don't think it's going to be significant, if at all. And I think the Cleveland's not done getting him weapons. Like, I know we've heard a lot of talk about OBJ. I don't necessarily think it's going to be done, get done, but if it does, watch out. Like, could you imagine, like, what is that team if you add OBJ? Like, that's automatically, like, on paper has to be one of the most scary offenses in the league. You yeah, talk- you add, actually add OBJ into it, and then he becomes a cancer. And then you're back to- <laughs> oh, look who jumps you're in. Back, you're back to regular Cleveland. Look who jumps ruin in. Baker Mayfield, and will be another quarterback down the drain. I think I understand looking at it on paper. That's a heck of a thing. But if you look at it, the type of player he is – you don't want that with that young team that you're bringing up a young coach. He's like a Brown. You have to put him somewhere that a coach can control him. I see. I think, I think Kit, first off, welcome back out of nowhere. Picked the perfect time to jump in there. Yeah, I know. I had to wait till you started gloating about how great the Browns are. Well, seriously, like, First off, I do I, agree with you. Well, I won't agree that they'll win the division, but I think it's between them and the Steelers. It depends if the Steelers straighten out their shit. I don't think that's going to happen. I though. think it's going to be both of those two teams will be the top two because I agree. The Browns showed how to slow down Lamar Jackson. The Chargers affected it. So, and then Cincinnati, Cincinnati. So, I think it's going to be between the Steelers and the Browns. It just depends if. Baker does take a step back, how big of a step and just how the team works together now with Kitchens and a whole new staff around them again. Yeah, I think it, we, even without OBJ, you think like, uh, I think one of the Browns uh, guys who kind of pays, uh, Mr. Burns uh, posted about uh, Higgins at wide receiver and what a, actually what a big jump he had if you actually look at his numbers. And I think Callaway is going to step up I think uh, Landry's going to be Landry, uh, which is, I think, if it nothing else, is an amazing leader. I think this team's going to be scary next year, and they're they're going to be. They have eighty nine million, I think, today as of today, in money to spend, and I think Dorsey's not done making moves. Kareem Hunt's going to play at some point too. So yeah, I'm interested to see what that. What, what his suspension, which is, I, I thought it was, they, I thought they said a couple of weeks ago that they were going to have lay that down. Um, I think it's going to be at least 10 games, so I'm not expecting to have him till the back half, but perfect because he's healthy for the playoffs. And we're going to need it if we're going to beat New England in the AFC title game, that's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> How beautiful would it be, especially after Baker did that commercial, the 100 year NFL commercial, which was hilarious. If Baker beats Tom Brady in the SC title game next year, I'm pretty much already getting hyped. Buy your tickets, people. Cleveland, the it'd Super be, Bowl. It'd be even more beautiful if Tom Brady doesn't even make it that far. Well, that's not going to happen. What is it, eight years straight they've been in the uh, AFC title game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see if Danny Amendola goes back to New England. Yeah, I wanted to ask you guys about that. Do you think that's going to happen? I see he got cut right before the show started. Uh Seems to make sense, right? It just seems to be the spot for him if he wants to keep playing. Yeah, if they'll take him back. Why wouldn't they take him back? Because he, I mean, because he they broke. got Edelman now. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the deal: if you're the if you're the Patriots, um, you can never be too deep, right? Yeah, maybe I don't know. 
It'll be it'll be some it'll be something if uh, they they pick up Jamie Collins too. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna bring him. They had that's the whole reason they traded him is same thing. Why Cleveland I think cut him is because he had uh, these issues with his motor and just playing like like he doesn't give a shit. That's the huge reason why New England traded him in the first place. They weren't gonna pay him, uh, which they're gonna have to. You know, they weren't gonna pay him and then have him play with like he plays with just no effort. Yeah. They're pretty sad at linebacker anyways. Van Noy is such a such a beast. What do you think? I'm interested to see what they do at left tackle because I think they're after <clears throat> a year after they lost their starting left tackle, there's a chance they're gonna lose another starting left tackle. Uh you do gotta keep Tom Brady upright. Yeah. yeah Sorry. No, go ahead. I'm about to say they always they're one of those teams that seems like they can lose one and they plug in another guy. Because, I mean, it really didn't look like they lost a step this past season. So, I mean, it could finally hit their hit that wall where they don't get lucky. But as of now, they just plug and play. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with you guys at all. Uh, what I, Kevin, let's go back real quick. What do you think about the whole Brown drama and him basically <laughs> letting Buffalo know, hey, y'all can trade for me, but I'm not showing up? Yeah, after that, I've, I'm a very vindictive person. So I would just sit there and be like, well, we're not trading you. And I'd just suspend them. Suspend them without pay. Be like, you're so set, you got your money in the bank. Well, here you go. And, I mean, all you got to do is he's already showed he's a whatever, showing conduct detrimental to a team. Everyone else suspends players for that. So I'd do it. Well, I think you can only do it for four games for that specific thing. Well, yeah, but then he could come back. You'd be like, show up. He'll say no. Be like, all right, conduct detrimental to a team. Four more games. Um, what's left on his contract? One year or two years? Three. Three? Three, 35 mil. Well, you can't sit out three seasons. That might uh, that might cost you. Yeah, I mean, it's already costing them. Because it like they finally it's... worked out a deal, and I was happy. But, I mean, I can understand him not wanting to go Buffalo. I mean, he's going from – a future Hall of Fame quarterback to a shit show quarterback. So, I mean, it's not going to help him. And he, I mean, he wants money and that's the best thing. Like when he did all this, he's like, it's not about money, but now he's like, <laughs> I need guaranteed money. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. first off, either dye your mustache back or shave it off. Cause this is creepy as hell. Every time I see him, cause it makes no sense whatsoever. And then, like, I watched his ESPN piece, which Matt, like, fell in love with him. I, I did. I still, I still like the guy. I just think he's a head case now. But it's like. Why, <laughs> why do you think he's a head case? Well, he is a head case. Listen to him. He sits there, and for one, he shows up at his, one of his uncle's house or whatever. And you can see from the area, like, it's not the greatest area. And he's got his gold chains and all that fancy What's clothes. What's where he grew car. up? I understand, but still. You're driving around with all that money. But then for like 10 minutes, he's like slams Roethlisberger, the Steelers, and everybody. And then he's like, I'm not one to cast stones. It's like, do you don't know what the fuck you just said? Like, seriously, like 10 minutes straight of it. And it's like, he's going on about the owner's never been to my house or I've never been there. It's like, he sounds like a scorned lover. It's a business. Why would you be at the owner's house? Unless you're Tom Brady and you're like lip locking Robert Kraft. Like there's no reason <laughs> for you to be at the owner's house. He signs your paycheck. Show up and do your job. Yeah. Okay. The owner one I'll give you, but everyone else, like he is like, he says, Ben doesn't want to work in the off season. Doesn't want to get together. 
I think those are valid points. Why all those wide receivers get together and go out with and do their own stuff with their stuff. Half of those guys don't work out with their own quarterbacks. It's like that every year. He could have easily probably went and like worked out with the Steeler wide receivers, but he's been down at uh, Miami working out with Chad Ochocinco, and look where that's got him. Turning into freaking Chad Ochocinco. He changes his nickname every other week. Tony two tap. Now he's big chest, whatever. Mr. Big he, chest. Dude, you do have a point there because um, Chad Ochocinco used to bleach, uh, bleach his beard on the bottom there. Now yeah. AB bleaches the stash. That's now if he just shows up with a freaking gold grill and wants to race a horse, then there you go. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know. I love that What's interview. What's going to be funny is the Steelers are going to draft his nephew <clears throat> or cousin or whatever out of Mississippi. <laughs> um, oh, he's got family coming in the league? Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know that. that locker room, that whole atmosphere of the Steelers just confuses me. Like when uh, Lev Bell officially uh, was out for the season when he passed the deadline and dudes were, like, taking stuff out of his locker like it wasn't a big deal. That was really weird. It was. It was funny, but it was weird because I'm like, yeah. this doesn't seem right. It's like but- that's your teammate and you're just, like, taking his stuff. Well, he wasn't coming back. Oh, <laughs> uh, still, it's. I know, it's, I understand, but it's just he, like all yeah. these guys. All these guys do is when they when they get dealt to another team, they sit here and they preach. They go, "Ah, it's a business," you know. Uh, my team made a business decision. Left Bell made a business decision. Yeah, and you show respect to your teammate by just taking his stuff. Like uh, that Steelers. Uh, it seems like the only leader on that team is Mike Tomlin and he's a bad leader. Oh yeah. I put a hundred percent of it on him. All of it. Because like even James Harrison, which I've always been a huge fan of, he sat there and since he left them, that's all like all he's done is slam Tomlin where it's like, all right, give it a break. But, (laughs) but he sat there, he's making points. Like he flat out said, which like everybody knows it's like that for more than likely any other locker room where the coach has, different guidelines for different players. And it's just like, unless you keep that, like actually like, I don't know, uh, keep consistent with it or keep it good. I mean, it's not going to work out. Cause it's like, obviously he lets Ben and any of the other, and he was letting Brown get away with everything. And it's just like, you got to know when too far is too far, you know, and put your foot down. But with Brown, he just kept letting him go and go. And then it was too late. It's like, you know, at the end of the season, he's hurt, and then so he tells him to go home. It's like, now is when you finally decide. It's like, and then that's knew, like, you know, the rest of the shit show happened. I knew Tomlin was a bad dude when he um, tripped that guy. When I, was it a kick, kickoff return? Tripped him right up the sideline. He mean, was I, in the way. Oh, he, he jumped out the, of the he way. He stared at the jumbotron. Watching him come up the sidelines while he was standing on the sidelines, I was like, "Wow!" See, that's one that, of the few things I, I like can about. I tell that guy's a D bag. Hey, that was, but his answer was the best. He's like, "I didn't know where I was." It's like you didn't fucking see yourself on the drumbo truck. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I completely agreed. Like that was horrible, and I'm just like I said, I've been the last two years. If they would have got rid of him, I'd have been fine because the Steelers, like, there's no discipline. There hasn't been. They're so bad on penalties, and they're stupid penalties all the time. And it's just like they had uh, Mike Smith as safety uh, the last four years. And he was one of those guys where 
he was trying to go for the ball and he would just helmet to helmet you and take you out for 15 yards. And it was always like, Oh, well that's, you know, Smith doing his thing. And it's just like, take him out. He can't cover anybody. Like the only thing he's good at is hitting people in the head and that doesn't take much, but they kept him out there. And it was just like stupid stuff like that. And it'd always be crucial times when he would do it. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Pac-Man Jones got arrested again. Really? For what? Yeah. Um, I think it was a drunk driving arrest. Oh, that's not good because he's trying to get on the roster right now, isn't he? Well, he was last year too, and it didn't work out. So, I'm pretty sure he's done. What sucks about him was he from went to West Virginia. I'm a big West Virginia fan, so of course I liked him. And he didn't start really getting into trouble until he went pro. And then you know, you go to a strip club and try to see if you can spend a million bucks in one night. I mean, it all goes downhill after that. But. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I can't even de- deny this. Uh, what did you guys think? Did you guys see the whole little video about seeking a bell about him going, uh, being out in uh, Kansas City? Any chance he becomes a chief for real? I don't. Do they have the money? I don't know. I that's haven't. all he cares about. So, I mean, if they got the money, I mean, whoever's got the money, he could possibly be there. If you don't have the money, he's not going to be there. That would be, I mean, I think that would be a huge pickup for them. I, I think it fills that Kareem Hunt spot. Uh, and he could catch good out of the backfield. He hasn't been hit for a year, so I think he's fresh. Uh, I, I think I think if the Chiefs want to keep pace with what the Rams are doing, um, uh, they kind of would have to make that move. But that video is just what what Antonio Brown's been doing, what all those guys do. They just dork around on social media and get people to talk about them. That's what you got to do. You got to keep your name fresh, man. Make well, people that, talk about you. Uh, Brown said he's going to announce where he's going to play in 24 hours. When When is that expired? Sometime tomorrow. He um, did? Yeah, he posted that he's going to announce where he's going to play because I guess now he's calling the shots. I like it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just more disastrous news for the Steelers. A lot of people think the thing I was reading. I only read a little bit of it real quick. He was ta- they're thinking it's going to be an AFC West team, is what he's going to announce. So, so I guess Kansas City. So AFC, yeah, can't can, oh, see who's the AFC West. Kansas City. Well, no, you got the Raiders. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to want to go there. You got Denver. That's another shit. Joke. I mean, they did, Denver did Denver. just make the trade for Flacco. Huge deal. Okay, that's yeah. sarcasm if you didn't hear it. Uh, and who's the other AFC West team? I'm forgetting the Chargers. Oh, yeah, the chart that would be oh, sick. He's that. not going to the Chargers, but that um, would be kind of sick if he became a Charger for real. That'd be that'd be crazy to see him go to Denver. Um, but who's gonna throw him the ball? He's got to want someone that can no, get him the exactly. ball. Exactly, that would be the best. That would be the best thing that John Elway's ever done, and he would still have. Um, he still wouldn't have a quarterback. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I've said it before, but I think it's just one big conspiracy theory um, that John Elway is just trying to protect his legacy for as long as he can, being the best ever <laughs> quarterback in history, Listen. in the history of uh, the Denver Broncos. He's doing a hell of a job. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised Washington traded for Keenum because I thought Rosen would have been a good fit there, and he would have been a more long-term solution. Could uh, still happen. You think and just sit. We you don't sit, Rosen, do you? Behind Keenum for a year. Um, 
Keenum's costing you twenty million. You got to play him, right? I mean, I, I that's that's true, but um, I mean, it's all it's never a bad thing to have those two guys competing for the starting job. No, I feel bad for Colt McCoy. I'm a big Colt McCoy guy. Yeah, I know. What was that? Is that laugh saying you're not a big Colt McCoy guy? No, I, he's he's a good uh, backup quarterback. See, I think he has been. He's a good backup. You're right. I just think you, he has you want a, you want a backup quarterback to um, uh, be really good at handing the ball off, um, keep his mouth shut, don't make any news, it be cheap. Um, yeah, Colt McCoy is like the uh, uh, quintessential backup quarterback. I just don't think I think he's a great backup. I just don't think he's ever got a, a legit chance to be a starter. You In got, Cleveland? Cle- no, Cleveland dicked him. Cleveland, I will argue this all day long, Cleveland dicked him hard. Like, they couldn't wait to get rid of Because here's the thing. Because Cleveland being Cleveland, we were going through GMs and coaches like, I changed my underwear. And, um, okay, I do change my underwear more than every couple of years. But, that being said, they, like, you were this whole transition where one GM drafted him. New GM, no interest, and he just never got a legit shot. I agree. Turnover like that's never good for a quarterback. So, uh, and he might, I'm not, again, I don't think the guy would ever have been like Tom Brady. I just think he could have been uh, a nice mid-level quarterback who didn't lose a lot of games for you guys. But we'll never know because now he'll be relegated to, which is fine because he's doing good. He's made a nice little chunk of change as a backup. He made a ton of money in his first contract with Cleveland. Uh some more power to the guy. Let's, uh, uh, da, 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 da. that's what happens when I try to read. I'm, I'm not good at it. I did want to talk about something. Uh, oh, wow. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, about, we talk about the Rams. Do they, how do they keep bringing in all this talent? I know Weddle's old, <laughs> but, but seriously, like the rich just keep getting richer out there. Yeah, that defense is insane. I don't know. I don't know how they keep doing this. And they're not like – they're not bringing in like Sue and Weddle. And it's not like they're agreeing to contracts where everyone's going, like how do they talk them into playing for $500,000 a year? Um, they're reasonable contracts. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty rad, though. I like – I like like I said last season, I like seeing teams load up and fail. <laughs> well, I, mean, yeah. I guess if you make – I guess technically not winning the Super Bowl is a fail, but I mean, yeah. Well, for that team, they at least showed yeah, up. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I just you can't ever. Problem is, everybody has to go against New England, and you just it's so hard to bet. Again, honestly, if you think about every Super Bowl New England's been in, the only way they've lost is basically by miracle plays. You got uh, uh, Philly special. You got the Giants uh, making ridiculous catch off the helmet, like. That team doesn't just actually go in and get hammered. The closest they've come was Atlanta, and they couldn't close the deal. Like you, say, well, if you want to say that they've only lost by miracle plays? I mean, look at half most of their wins; they've only won by miracle plays. Seattle throwing it instead of freaking running it with Marshawn Lynch, and then if they didn't yeah. have the best field goal kicker in the history of man. Right there's half their Super Bowl wins. Well, hey, Over you get talent. You can't blame them for having talent. No, but I'm just saying, if you want to say that they lost because of Miracle Plays, they won because of Miracle no, Plays. No, the freaking Atlanta shit the bed. 
Yeah, Atlanta shit the bed. Robert Kraft was drunk at the end of the first, getting a rub and tug from the girl next door. Wahlberg left with his kids. I mean, come on. So, I mean, it goes both ways with that. I, I, I'll disagree a little bit because I think the only one that was a complete <laughs> miracle was I can't believe Be- they didn't run beast mode uh, with Seattle on the goal line. That one I'll 100% give you. The rest of them, like, they had to work to come back and beat Atlanta. Uh, Did they really? Atlanta couldn't, like, they're lucky they made it out on the field after <clears throat> halftime. Like, it was a completely different team. They didn't do crap. But they were down, what, 21 at going in the half or – it was ridiculous. Twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Twenty even worse. Like so I just don't think it's I don't know. I think we could go back and forth on this one all day long. I think that uh Yeah. What do you guys think out there in the Twitterverse? Uh send us a message with hashtag POMP and we'll get your vibes coming into the studio here and also hit us up on Facebook Live. Eric asked if he could come on the show. I texted him. I was going to bring him on for some drama, but he was stealing our thunder by doing his own podcast. Now he wants to come on uh, and be a part of the show. I'm sure he's got something specific that he wants to... Probably just hype his own podcast. Hey, guys. um, I just want to let you know that thanks for having me on, and go listen to the uh, End Zone podcast. I'm out. (laughs) Have a good day. I just no, feel like, he's probably going to talk about how Flacco's going to lead him to their next oh Super Bowl. Oh, God. I know. Now I'm going to have to hear hashtag respect no. Joe Flacco for the next year. I don't think he really liked the Flacco move. I don't um, care. I guarantee you we'll hear hashtag respect Joe Flacco. Yeah. That was a third-round pick, right? Um, that's all. They give a fourth-round pick? That was a fourth. Fourth-round. That's that's a bargain for Flacco when you think about it. Yeah, but he's at, he's just – he's not – the Joe, he's not uh, the he's Joe not Flacco the Joe from a couple of years who had a Super Bowl. No, yeah, I, I would imagine the idea here is to. Um, I have to think you're going to draft somebody um, to sit and learn from Flacco, probably like um, uh, Stidham. Um, That's another team that should have been on the Joe, the uh, Josh Rosen train. Yeah, yeah, but see, the the bad thing about rookie quarterbacks is you, if you're going to draft them and start them right away, then you damn sure better have an offensive line that can protect them, or you just wasted you wasted that pick and you wasted that guy's career. Well, if you're um, going to let someone sit for a year, why not let Ro- Rosen sit for a year? Well, well, that's what I'm saying. The Cardinals drafted and started Rosen right away with that offensive line. That's not good. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a terrible idea. Now, here's my thing about the Cardinal thing. Like, how do we know this whole trade in Rose and Murray, number one? How about how do we know he's not just trying to drum up that first pick to get a trade? Oh, because, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy sat there, Kingsbury or whatever, said, you know, Murray's so great. But, I mean, he saw him play. And he's – don't get me wrong. He's a heck of a talent, but he's more of an athlete than a quarterback. Like, he's a better runner than a thrower. He makes the throws – but if you look at it, he played in the Big 12 where, I mean, they can't even spell defense, and no one knows how many people are on the field for defense in the Big 12. So, I mean, it's not like you had a Baker Mayfield where you had consistent years, you could see how he played, where you have Murray for one year. So, I mean, I don't know. I just – I'm not really buying into the whole them trading Rosen and drafting Murray one yet. I don't think they should. 
If I mean, I don't disagree. I don't think they should. I just think I can see him trading the first pick because I mean, you're going to talk it up so much. Someone's going to possibly bite, and you're going to get a pretty decent return for it. And that would definitely help you fix that crappy offensive line. Yeah, mm-hmm. I go ahead, Brian. No, yeah, I'm I'm in the same uh, camp as uh, what Pierce is about to say. I definitely don't think they should, but it, it's looking like that's probably what they're going to do is trade Rosen and draft uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I think here's the thing. I don't think I I have been on paper saying that long term. I'm not saying today he's a bust. But I have been on on paper saying long term, I think that uh, they're going, they're go. He's going to be a bust in the sense of where he was picked. I think they took him because basically he was the best quarterback available at that time where they landed, and they needed a quarterback. I don't think they were in love with him, and I think they're going to be ignorant and move him because I'm. That's a huge risk taking Murray at one. And you have to play his size in. I don't care. I, I, I You have to put that in, in into your decision-making. I think they'd be better to trade that pick and and ball it up, and you guys are right. Get some, especially, like, get some linemen uh, and help Rosen out. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to – I think it's such a mistake, but I think they're going to take Murray and trade Rosen. And it's bad plan. All day if, long. If you guys had an NFL franchise and the missing piece was a quarterback, um, say you drafted – well, say you had your – say you drafted number one overall and you had your pick of the quarterbacks in this draft, um, you could trade a second-round pick for any of the guys – well, not any of the guys from last season. We'll say Darnold, Allen – and Rosen, second round pick that'll cost you, or you can sign Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Okay. So that, so that's draft a first round quarterback this year, or sign Teddy Bridgewater, or trade your second round pick for Allen, Rosen, or Darnold. What would you do, Kevin? Uh, this one's easy for me. I would. I like Bridgewater. But I haven't seen enough of him since his injury, so I'd probably, I'd probably draft Haskins. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I. This is not even hard for me. Drafting a quarterback this year would be third for me, and it would be yeah. Haskins. Yeah. I think. I think Haskins is out of the top guys we're hearing about right now. I think Haskins is the better choice. Um. But right off the bat, I would trade a second round pick for one of the guys from last year that you mentioned. And really? then then really? second and then yeah, See, I would. We're all we're all totally different. I would go Bridgewater. Yeah, well that would be who I would, I would do number 2. It'd be so cheap. Um I I don't think those quarterbacks, those other guys are worth my second round pick at this point. Um, you don't think you don't And 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 I think the quarterbacks in this year's draft need so much time to develop yet. You don't think Darnold's worth a two? No. I wouldn't give a one for Darnold, but I would definitely give a two for Darnold. That's why you're not a GM. You sound (laughs) like a Browns GM. Hey, i just like to say, it might have took me a while, but well before the draft last year, I was a Baker guy. We should have wrote down what you gave up for Baker Mayfield. Oh, in that that fantasy league? I gave up a lot. I I don't think think Kevin um, 
knows what you gave up for it, but it's no, just... you actually got Eric to trade him to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had to give up. Here, let me look it up. You guys, uh, you gave up your whole team. He I, did. I, I would I would have. I made it very clear. Matt, you are horrible at fantasy football. Oh, we got a call. I wonder who this well, you is. You know who it is. Let's, are we taking it? You Let's do, take it. Your show. Yeah, go ahead. Pierce of my podcast. Who we got on the line? Yo, this is Eric. It's Eric. Uh, You're right. Hey, I, I, uh, I'm about. I'm a. You guys let me. You're what? I'm about <laughs> jumping into the podcast. If you guys will let me. Oh, was that why you called just to see if you could come play with us? And why am I getting a yeah. crowd shot of Brian right now? <laughs> this just went like X-rated. Like, sorry, I was. Um, we got a minor on the phone. That, I think that constitutes child pornography. Like, there's some like laws you broke right there, man. Holy cow! No, I no, I'm playing. Uh, I don't. Is that the whole reason you called? Uh, I mean, uh, the the quarterbacks developing also sounds like a cool topic. I would say that I'm all in on Josh Allen, even after um, uh, the after he sucked. Brown trade didn't happen. I think he's going to take a major step forward next year. What? Hey, I got a question. What makes you think he's going to make you take make a major Hello? step forward next year? Hello. Oh, I don't know Hello? if he can hear you. All right, we'll ask him. What makes I, him think that I he's going to make take a major time. step? You know, because he sucked the whole first half, and he he was a good running back the second half of the year. Uh, you want to send me a Zoom invite so I can like? Well, I'm trying to ask it. these guys. Like, I I'm I'm just one man of three. I don't make yeah, all the decisions. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's who your show? You do whatever you want. Brian there. Oh yeah, Brian's here. Yeah, this is how we do yeah. things. All right, stand by. I'm going to hang up on you now. All right, I'll send him an invite. Why not? I need some drama today. Um, um, no, yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mute. I just think, I mean, I think Bridgewater can still play, you know, even though it's it's not proven. The times that he stepped in um, for the Saints in the preseason and stuff like that, he looks fine. So, see, I didn't really see much of him in the preseason. That's the only reason I'm worried. Because if, like, if I saw him a lot where, like, I saw him, then, you know, that'd make an easier choice. But outside of that, that's the only reason I take Haskins. <clears throat> Just because, I mean, he's got the arm. and it, He's definitely now, got the size. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about him running. He's definitely got to stand in the, stand in the pocket. Well, yeah, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. You can stand in the pocket and take that hit. You don't yeah. have to, you don't have to be quick when you can lower a shoulder and get through a guy, you know? All right. Yeah. I sent Eric an invite, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I think I would have taken, I would have taken him second out of my, those choices. I, I think you're right. The quarterbacks need to sit. Every quarterback coming out this year needs to sit at least a year. None of those guys need to play. They will because that's how this league screwed up. Yeah, Kyler for sure will start right away. Oh, here we go. All right, for the first time in a long time, we got Eric Jensen rejoining this show. Kevin's here. Well, yeah, we're all here. What's the hell? Why can't I hear any of you? Oh. Oh, because you're an idiot? No, then you probably screwed something up. There you go. Can you hear us now? Yes, I can. All right, I so we're that. we're talking about these quarter. I think every quarterback coming out this year needs to sit. Eric, what do you think? I'll, uh, gotta grab a hat. I have this really like I am. Are you gonna answer the question? or Are you gonna like be a fucking diva? Come on. 
I, I'm Antonio Brown. Give me one second. Oh my God, I'm gonna hang up on. I him. would, I would absolutely. I'm gonna make a no, boat. Wait, I got thoughts on Ant- Antonio Brown. No, we're past Antonio Brown. You missed I'm that make, boat. I'm gonna make a bet with Eric that results in him losing and having to bleach that mop on his head. <laughs> I think Eric needs a haircut. What do you guys think? It, oh, listen, God, yes. it's it's quote the end of good hair season, as they say. But you, but... Nev- you've never had good hair. <laughs> I've always had good hair. My hair hey, I is... thought good hair season only applied to women. Man, no. no. It's, a man, it's a men's thing. It's for men. Oh, it's man. This men. this went straight to the toilet like I thought it would. Like, there's Ooh. no time at all. Eric just brings down the whole show. Oh, yeah. This is what I'm here for. You know? Just remember, I have this boot button just ready to go. <laughs> you have a boot. Locked so, and loaded. Big a, few, a little bit ago, Eric, I, I posed the question to these guys. Um... If you had a choice, you need a quarterback for your team. Would you burn a first-round pick on somebody in this draft? Trade your second-round pick for um, Josh Allen, uh, Josh Rosen, or Sam Darnold, or sign Teddy Bridgewater? Ooh, I'd trade a second for one of those guys on a heartbeat. Well, for I Allen, is that Josh Allen? Allen? I I trade it for I think any of those guys are good. I think Josh Rosen. Listen, I wasted four hours of my life watching eight weeks of Cardinals game tape on uh, Tuesday, and I am convinced that Josh Rosen is going to be a good quarterback in this league. Like I I think that if you could get Josh Rosen for a second round pick, that'd be a steal. And I'd love if the Broncos went out and got Josh Rosen somehow. But I, I don't te, I I don't know that much. I, I have never claimed well, I agree that draft. agree. I, I, I have never claimed to be a draft guy. I will probably never be a draft guy. I, I couldn't tell you a ton about this year's quarterbacks. I, I know that most people think they should sit, so I'll, I'll agree with most people. Well, yeah, that was a smart move. You should, Eric, okay, so just something that just came across my phone. Ooh. The Denver uh, thing? No. What? The what? Kickoff, what Denver the ki- thing? The kickoff tra- thing? No, stop. It's a trade in our fantasy league. Eric traded Corey Davis to Heath for Josh Rosen. Ooh, baby. Eric's making moves these days. That's a dumb trade. I'm building my franchise from the ground up. I've got the core now. Oh, and I just robbed Pierce. You know, ro- it's only robbing if I didn't know I was that what was happening. <laughs> I was I still, fully aware. I still aware. think that Antonio Brown goes to Tennessee. For some reason, I've just felt that way this whole time. Well, yeah, it's okay. I, to be I don't. I don't know, man. I'm done with the AB saga, but you know me. I'm an old man, I guess. So, Denver. This makes me mad. They're like now, I can't find it. I guess Denver proposed a trade, uh, a change to the kickoff rules. And it literally just popped up. I went to look at it. I know I just changed the subject, but it pisses me off because now I can't find it. Google. Uh, Anyways. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I knew I was getting worked over in that trade. I, I feel like you didn't ask for enough, honestly. Like, you, you could have really scorched me even worse. Listen, I was tempted, but I was like, oh, I, I, I didn't want, I, I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't want collusion. Like, I, I didn't want collusion cases on me. It's not collusion if, like, at the beginning of the year, I'm like, literally, I must have Baker, and there's no... I mean, I, hey, you got what you got. I'm just saying, like... 
I think I'm set at the QB position. And listen, Brian, I, I know that you have been offering me Teddy Bridgewater trades. like Because you like Bridgewater. Non-stop. I'm telling you, I'm going to want him. But it's going to be after free agency. I want to see where he signs before I before I make a move for him. Um, all right, for, for context, for, for Kevin and for your viewers and listeners, um, Kevin, Pierce receives Baker Mayfield. So this I, is what I, he, I already this, won the Super Bowl. This is what he gives up. We'll start from the bottom up. Marlon Mack. <laughs> Love that move. James White. In love with that as well. Darius Geis. Ooh. So Mike much upside. Evans. Heath is begging me. Heath is begging me for Darius Geis, and I'm going to ship Mike him Evans? Out. I'm going to have to. Mike Evans. Matt. What? Like, I know you're retarded, but holy crap. Ooh, Eric just wiped the floor, and he's winning a ship. Let's go. No, and like I said. Let's go. Know, if you know anything about fantasy football. Anything um, can happen over the course of a fantasy. You, you should have saw the roster that I won the league with last year. It wasn't very good, but anything yeah. can happen. Yeah, but that's just – but, I mean, I'm not – it's not a surprise that Matt did something that bad because, I mean, he drafted Josh Gordon in the first round when he knew he was suspended for the entire year. <laughs> third so, pick, I, mean, I think it was like the third pick in the first round. <laughs> it was oh. still the first – yeah. So, I mean, it's not, like, surprising, but it's, like – no wonder what Matt complains about never being able to win a Super Bowl. Like, it makes sense. Like, you have never to take really doubt in anyone's mind why he can't win a Super Bowl. No, Pierce, hey. if, if, Pierce, if you're interested, I've got um, the Browns defense. Oh, I uh, am. You can have them for the rest of your roster. <laughs> hey, you know what? Here's the deal. Big joke, but that trade's coming in right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I was an NFL GM, no one would ever question my desire to win a championship and willingness to make moves. Unlike you guys, they're all like afraid to make, make that big move. Next what the year, hell? I just made the biggest move. No, you yeah, but that. it doesn't count for you because you picked on a special needs person. <laughs> wow, you I should. Mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Suddenly, this I'm going to take this show back. This is my show. I was trying to give you guys props, share the love. But f you all. Hey, so I finally found this. So this rule. So alliance again, and we're going to get into some alliance talk here shortly. The alliance again uh, affecting the NFL as the Broncos have proposed to adopt the alliance rule for onside kicks uh, in the first quarter. I mean, once uh, I'm sorry, once per game in the fourth quarter that you could basically say, "Hey, we're going to try an onside," and you would it would be fourth and fifteen. Uh, I think they do that from like the thirty-five yard line in the alliance, uh, and that way you don't have to. The, the violence of the onside kick. What do you guys think? The Alliance is like digging their heels into the NFL a little bit already. Wait, so you're only allowed to do it one time or you're only allowed to do it one time that way? I think in the Alliance, you're allowed to do it. You have to, there's a couple of things. You have to be down by, if you're going to do well, it. I know what the Alliance is. I'm talking yeah, I think, yeah, I think the NFL, they're suggesting one time. So you, does that mean you can't kick an onside kick the rest of the game? I don't know. Yeah, I would imagine well, not. That's yeah. that's what I need to know before I go in. Well, well, it doesn't I, say. I would imagine I, not. I, hey, hand up. I'm confused by this rule still. Can you read it again? Yeah. So well, yeah. So basically, instead of doing an onside kick, you're down in the fourth quarter. You need to get the ball back. In, oh. Instead it, of doing an onside, 
You say, hey, we're going to onside it. You raise your hand and say, hey, we're going to onside it. And you get the ball at the 35. It's fourth and 15. And you can, if you convert, you get the ball, obviously. If not, the, the other team gets the ball at the, the, your 35. I don't hate that because what they've done with kickoffs, they have made onside kicks obsolete. Like, you look at the percentage last year, it was be- like, I think, Brian, I, I think you were going to make this point. Wasn't it something like below 15% of them were? Like, yeah, but you still have the hits. Whether they work or not, you're still having players take those. Those onside hits are violent. Football's They're- a violent sport. You yeah. know what you sign up for. Oh, true. You Did know- I not say a year? Was I not saying a year ago that the, the helmet Eric. Ruin football. Let Brian finish his point. I'm going to kill this kid. He's going to have to get booted or know it. Um, so, anyways, football is a violent sport. You know what you sign up for. Um, you know what you're about to see when you watch a game. Um, I mean, I. why don't um, why don't these players – why don't – stop changing the rules. Make them sign a waiver. I mean, oh, man, if, you, if you don't want to get CTE at later stages in your life, don't play – um, for thousands and millions of dollars. I, I wholeheartedly disagree. I feel, I, I feel bad for those guys, but it's not like you're totally oblivious to what these hits do in a game, and it's not like um, – it's not like uh, – sorry, I lost my train of thought. <clears throat> yeah, but if they had to sign waivers and stuff, they'd actually have to go to school and, like, try to major in something other than golf or badminton. I suppose. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to wholeheartedly disagree. <laughs> and Eric, you can jump in after this. I wasn't trying. I was trying to scold you. I'm lying. Um, here's the deal. I totally disagree. I agree that it's a violent sport. I don't want to take the violence out. Like one of the things I love about the alliance was that week one hit against uh, Berkovici that basically like lit Twitter on fire and got this league going. I love violence, but I'm saying if you have plays that are really non. Uh, value added, I guess, to the game, like kickoffs, like the onside kick, and you have an alternative that is probably, honestly, more exciting. Wait, non-value? <laughs> a kickoff can be one of the most exciting plays during a game. Like, oh. for example, let's sit there and go, the Packers, when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, Desmond shut Howard up, runs it up. back. He's Sorry. I but, thought you were going to talk about Ty Montgomery dropping that ball. No, no, no. I'm talking about good stuff. <laughs> but uh, Desmond Howard runs back a kickoff in the Super Bowl, throws up the Heisman sign. I mean, that was a heck of a play. That's not like yeah. it's an easy play. That's why you don't see him every time. The problem that's why is when it happens. That's why it's an awesome play. The- Onside kicks. Yes, the numbers are down now because they've changed the rules so much. But you're watching the Super Bowl. The Saints come out. They kick an onside kick second half and recover it. Also, it doesn't happen. Awesome play. So you're already you're changing it. But I mean, the possibility. The onside kick possibility is kind of slim, but the the regular kickoff is still there. Not There's really. One. They've got it. I mean, if you think about how they've changed that rule, Kevin, most of the time they're not even running the ball out. Like, I disagree. Like, if the rules were the same and they were still kicking from where they were kicking and more guys were running it and the Hesters of the world were having those chances, I could totally get on board with his argument. But right now, the way the league is set up right now, I would love. I don't know what the percentage is. If someone wants to look it up, but I gotta say that probably sixty to seventy percent of those kicks, if not more, are going out of the end zone, and they're we're, they're basically going with the alliance is doing anyways, and starting at the twenty five. Well, 
then they can just keep starting there whenever they get the ball back from, you know, out of the back of the end zone. As far as an alternative to onside kicks, um, that idea certainly isn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I don't think it's terrible. I, I think it's funny that the league's already starting to buy into some of this alliance stuff. He's, last week, they said they were going to look into the Sky Judge, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to go far. The NFL doesn't want that. I mean, I don't even think it's really – to me, it's a, that's like the biggest joke of the alliance football. Why? I don't think it's been used super – I think it's great because it's not I, I, used I, I, not – go ahead, Eric. I, I disagree with Kevin. I think that's the one thing that the alliance – and and believe me, Kevin, I've been just as critical of the alliance as basically I, I think anyone alive. Um, but the the sky judge is an abs, absolutely the correct move. Having someone over the game that can make a judgment call and be able to use replay like that is absolutely something the NFL needs. And, and and I don't think it's particularly close. Yeah. Um, Eric, you should retweet this if you're uh, retweet our live show. Um, yeah. Okay. No, Get, I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on something at the moment, but oh, I will. It's all about Eric. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. All I, you're correct. I'm going to have to mute you now. Um, <laughs> I, Love this guy, Josh. I don't think it should be used very often, which it hasn't been. I think it's only been used two or three times um, this season. But I think I think the alliances they're they're, and I think this is actually probably a great transition to getting into some alliance talk because I think they are being they've done everything very well. I think you know I was just listening to a podcast with uh, Ebersaw who was basically saying like, hey. You know what? We know that we're going to have low attendance some week. We know that we're going to have empty seats. We like basically like what he said from the word go. Slow and steady wins the race. And you look at the two hundred fifty million dollar investment. You look at like I was talking to Brian before the show. They've got now some big sponsors buying in. If you watch the games, I've watched every single game of this league. Um, if you watch the games, they've got some big sponsors coming in. This league is t- like they are putting their foot in the ground. They're going to be around for a while. They have their issues, and I think if you are a hater or if you're, like, like talking shit about this league, like, remember, like, they're not 100 years old like the NFL, and I think they've come a long way in a short time, and they're, they're just going to get better. No, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like the UFC where you had all the talent at your disposal to grow your brand. You have the bottom of the barrel to try to grow a new, uh, not a new thing, but an alternative to the NFL. So it's not going to be easy, and it's going to take some time. I definitely don't think it's going to be a one-and-done thing. Like I was telling you before the show, that $250 million investment keeps them afloat for until at least 2025. And that's not not counting the initial, like, TNT now has picked up a couple more games, so, like, that's more money for the league. Like I said, they're getting more high-end corporate sponsorship. That's uh, bringing more money into this league. I th- I think this league could be around, and they're trying to embed themselves with the NFL. And if that legitimately happens, and like you, like they're talking about Polian talking about like can court- someone can can someone quick go lock that door? I know, right? <laughs> like, that's the time to kick him off. That'd be so hilarious. <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, uh. Yeah, real quick, just a – sorry, Pierce. Um, 
I just had a thing pop up on my phone that uh, Carlos Heidi was released by the Jaguars recently. Yeah. Um, he's already going to be visiting with the Chiefs uh, tomorrow. I like that. Hey, uh, as far as the Chiefs go, don't sleep on a guy that they already have on the backfield who in the backfield who they signed to a two-year extension. Damian Williams played extremely well down Why the Why would anybody be sleeping on him? Well, well, I just – Eric just had to put his two cents in. Anyways, let's get back to hey, the. Let's hey, get, don't, don't sleep on don't don't, ju- don't sleep on Juju Smith Schuster, okay yeah. guys? Don't hey guys, die. don't don't sleep on this Aaron Rodgers guy. They just uh, re-upped him for a couple of years. Hey, he bite. might be don't something bite. special. No, just try to be helpful. Don't bite. I might start sleeping on him if he doesn't get any offensive line. Uh, hey, well, don't worry because AB is going to come up there and save him. No way. Hey, oh God, piece of shit. <laughs> All right, hey, that, the Packers okay. started jumping back in it earlier. From what I was <sighs> reading. You don't need to spend money on wide receivers. You need to spend money on offensive linemen. Oh, yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. Hand up. Let's uh, get back to this alliance talk, guys, because <laughs> hand, hand up. Oh, God. I'm going to have to boot him. Like, I just don't know <laughs> what else to do. What, Eric? Can, can, I, can I just ask Kevin what he thinks about the whole AB situation? No, you can listen to the fucking show later. And... Pass that. Yeah, we've moved on. Oh. You are welcome to come and listen you can subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Subscribe and give us a five star, Eric. Show us I some love. Have. Uh, but anyways, I want to talk some Alliance, guys. I know oh, there's a lot going on in the NFL, worried, but I'm into the Alliance. I'm the mark. I'll own that. But have you guys like watched? I know I've seen you watch some of it, Brian, on the YouTube, which I think they're way more accessible than Eric gave them credit for early on. Have they made stats live yet? I didn't watch last week. I'll, I'll hand up, but I'm watching this week. I think aren't they alive? Aren't they live stats on noextrapoints.com? No, only after the game. Yeah. But life hack, and I'm not gonna. We could talk off air, but but I have something for you, Pierce. I have a Christmas present for you. The credit the from the credential thing. Oh wait, you already oh, got yeah. credentialed. I'm already credentialed. Ooh, baby. Me and uh, me and Pierce are part of the uh, media. So <laughs> we uh we uh we get live in games. And if you guys want to talk some hardcore alliance, come watch the uh I'm gonna get a little plug here to the uh full seat ahead podcast, which is getting some super love from the stallions and the players because we're giving love right back to them. Anyways, I think this league's going to be around for a while. I think I do, the lawsuit, I think, is a joke. Have you guys read about that? No. The, the guy saying that he essentially came up with the idea with Ebersol, and he thinks he owns half the league, even though there's no paperwork. They had a handshake there's deal. There's always someone like that. There's that doesn't always surprise that one me. person out there. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that somebody did that. Oh. And, and people were talking like it's big news because he had like all these like plans that, you know, I'm like, I could literally right now go bullshit my way through some plans on a spreadsheet and say I did them five years ago and we had a handshake deal. Like, yeah. this is like the, the I think the, the thing I heard was hilarious was like, this is like the, oh. so, the movie, The Social Network, where he's like, if you would have created fucking Facebook, you would have created Facebook. Like, if you would have created the alliance, you would have had the alliance. Yeah. I am a little nervous just talking about expansion. Like, I'm excited about it because I want this league to get bigger, but I think they're, they might be rushing that part. I think they're capped at eight teams for a while. They, they'll probably be capped at eight teams till they inevitably merge with the XFL. 
I think a the XFL should pray that they can merge with them. And I think I don't. They're talking about expanding next year into North Carolina. Ohio could have a team, two to four teams next year. I think it's a mistake. I would run with four teams. I would run with eight teams for at least four years. Wisconsin always gets snubbed because we never, we never get anything. We don't even get a hockey team outside outside of the Packers. Do you think they would support an an alternative football league legitimately? Yeah, we could. We could have one play at uh, Camp Randall. Uh, that's outdoor during this time of year. That might suck. Yeah. Pierce. I, guess, I, I guess the season itself comes into play because you don't want to have um, somebody playing outside during the season during this time of year, I guess. Yeah. yeah. What, Eric? I have an ethics question for you. Oh, here we go. Go for it. So, Am say I-, I recorded a podcast and say that podcast didn't come out super well sound quality wise yeah do i still release that podcast no i have I not i have no. not released multiple podcasts and i'm not th- throwing play but at you, save Kevin. a content was really good no i think you're hurting your show overall it's not an ethics question it's a it's a uh standard of your show sounds like sounds like you're gonna release it anyway so yeah Sounds like what no, I say doesn't matter. I'm not actually. I wouldn't do it because I think like people. Because what if that's the first time someone? Uh, God damn it, Eric got his show on here. <laughs> Shout out Enzo Pod at Enzo Pod. Check um, it. no, I think if that's the first time someone listens to my show, they're going to be turned off right away. And it's not, I don't care how good your uh, commentary is, you're going to lose that person forever. So no. That being said, let's talk about the XFL a little bit as. It was kind of what I wanted to get into when we we're talking about just alternative leagues is they put out their pay tier system. And I don't know if you guys seen this on Twitter or anywhere else. I sent it to Kevin and Brian uh, in your emails. Uh, what's that? Hello. I said, yeah, I got it. Yeah. So uh, I just want to know what you guys thought about that. Cause I think it's actually smarter than what the Alliance is doing. I think it's going to allow them to honestly get a little higher, level of talent for guys who don't make the, the NFL rosters. But I also think where they're dicking themselves is the signing bonus contingency where you basically, if you get a signing bonus, you're agreeing not to go to the NFL. I think that is what's going to kill the league. You're going to have some alienated guys on your roster, though. Why? You have that now. Like, there's huge gaps between, say, your quarterback <sighs> and your offensive lineman in the NFL. Yeah, but now you're designating one guy – as your highest paid person. What's it different? How's it different from a franchise tag? I guess you're right. Like I've thought about that. Clearly. <laughs> well, Hey, I love these, these leagues. Um, I think the XFL is bound to fail again. I think being last to market, they would have been okay. If the Alliance hasn't ha- had, it done such a nice job, uh, setting their stuff up, but they just, yeah, it's going to be bad for them. I wonder. I'm. I'm still curious to know if the alliance uh, was uh, set up further out, like maybe for like 2021, and when the XFL announced they were gonna um, go in 2021 or 2020, the alliance got on that shit and went for it right away, sooner than they were going to. Yeah, I, I think it was smart if they did. I would absolutely. <laughs> I would have. I think first the markets everything. Yeah. Yeah, you're at. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right, Pierce. The, the market, as far as these things go, is is absolutely everything. I, I think you're completely correct. You're completely correct and valid on that point. I'm gonna. That's gonna be a sound bite. <laughs> just, just Eric constantly saying, "You're completely right." I love it. Yeah. No, I don't know. I just. And I, I don't really good. We don't have to keep going into this. I just, I like the Alliance, obviously, and I think the XFL has some good ideas. I think where they're putting teams to is terrible. I think they're putting them in cities with NFL teams. Um, yeah. What's that, Kevin? I said, yeah, I agree with you. There's, you got to pick different places. I mean, that was one of the good things about the first time they did it. You know, you had, you had a team in Birmingham, you had a team in Vegas. Yeah. And- you know, it was a bunch of places where they didn't have teams in the NFL. What's their What's their season? Is it going to be the same exact season as the AAF? Do we know that yet? I don't know that. I think it's going to be very similar. I don't know if they're going to start yeah. like the Alliance right after the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to. They're definitely going to be weeks where you have Alliance games and XFL games. Yep, yep. And like, like the Alliance, like you even think about their expansion, the team, the city, like they're already looking like Oklahoma yeah, City, the, like. The, play, Places. You're absolutely right on that as well. Like they they need to stop. Sorry, I think my things on a no. You're good on a back time for some reason. Uh, can I? I'm gonna hang up and re re jump back in. But you're right, Pierce. I think you've had a lot of great points over this segment. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, doing great. I'm I'm a, I'm deep in the alliance. Like I will. You guys will beat me all day long on your NFL knowledge because I'm terrible at it. Unless you want to talk about some Cleveland Browns. Do we let them back in? That's the question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. But uh, but the alliance, I'm deep in it. <laughs> yeah. You guys, do you want to do, do you want to do, do you want to do picks? Yeah, let's let's get into the picks and shut the, get this show. I think we're like pushing like an hour and a half. Uh, and I got burgers. Wait, what's that? It's only getting colder in my garage. Yeah. So let's get our picks, and we'll get this. We'll get the show closed down for the day. We got Orlando heading down to Birmingham, who lost their first game last week, and could be a, a landing spot for Johnny Manziel. Surprised we didn't talk about that today. Um, it's not worth the time. There in San Diego, are the hot spots for him. I'm hearing right now. Uh, Kevin, who's going to win that game? <clears throat> I like Orlando a lot, but I I just think it's it's their turn to lose because you can tell the teams are doing what I thought they were going to. They're all starting to pick it up now. You know, it's like they know what they're doing. So I think Birmingham's gonna beat Orlando this week. Really? See, what about you, Brian? Yeah, no, I'm gonna now that we're in week five, I'm gonna start um, trying. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Um, get past my biases for logos and uh, certain coaches and stuff like that. I, I think it's Birmingham at home in this one. I'm torn because I think if anyone can beat them, the Apollos is that Birmingham defense, and because I and I think the offense. But I think Birmingham's offense doesn't have anything outside of Richardson. I think their quarterback uh, Perez is he's too safe and checks down too much. I, I got. I'm going until Orlando. They're my. They're my Patriots until they lose. I'm all day. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because Orlando's defense isn't the greatest either. And I mean, like but they can said, put forty up on you, no problem. And yeah, and then Birmingham's offense. I mean, truthfully, unless they're inside the five, Richardson really isn't that much of a thing either. So I mean, their offense is not that good. 
I'll bring him in. Eric, are you there? Eric? Yeah, my mic should sound better, too. Well, like, we're, we're we're finishing the show, but we're doing our alliance pick, so I thought I'd let you join in for that. Uh, uh, we got Orlando at Birmingham. Who are you taking? Ooh, that's a big game. Big game. Two best teams in the league. Um, oh, I disagree with you there. I think ahead. it's been shown over and over again in this league that defense wins games. I, I'm i going to go Birmingham, wow. honestly. I think, they're, I, I think they're the answer to uh, the Apollo's really stellar offense. I, I'm the outlier. I just can't bet against Orlando until they finally lose. Uh, we got my Salt Lake City Stallions traveling out to San Diego, uh, going against the Fleeter, kind of hot, but they got Bergovici back, uh, which I don't think is a good thing. Eric, who do you think is going to win that game? Listen, I, I, I'll i be honest. The Fleet are the one team I have not watched yet in uh, in the league, but I think they're pretty good, right? Aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're up and coming. Uh, they're getting hot at the right time. Yeah, I would say, mm, I don't know. Woodrum didn't look good last week. And, yeah, I don't like uh, Woodrum I, at all, but. I have gone from really liking him to not really liking him. Uh, so I, I, I unfortunately think it's that, that of a team, that, the San Diego fleet. Yeah. I don't want to go off on a tangent this, but I think if I think the stallions quarterback situation is so terrible that I would take Manziel just to, for, for some hope. Uh, I'd love, I'd love Johnny Manziel. I'm Salt Lake City stallions. Brian, who you got going in this game? Uh, this will be a first for me. I'm taking the fleet. Wow. Haters. Kevin? I'm going to do something I don't do a lot. Let's pick a rival. But I'm going to go Salt Lake. Ooh. Yeah, I think the Stallions defense is uh, Carter Salt leading the league in sacks with four. He had four hits on the quarterback last week, even though he didn't get a sack. Uh, the Stallions defense is the truth. I think they're right up there with Birmingham. Um, in the Carter way... Schultz going to be on a preseason NFL. Yeah, roster. absolutely. That Browns fan coming out. Hey, he was on a Browns roster. I'm not lying, but no, he's watching Kevin. He's a beast. No, I'm just talking about. You said their defense is up there with Birmingham, so that's no. What I'm, saying. I'm telling Browns you, watch them. Like there's, no, there's, the... there's actually Pierce quite, a, quite a bit of talent in the Pierce, area. He, is correct. Roster. Outside of week one, the Stallions defense has performed extremely well. They are all over quarterbacks. Like, you do not get time in the pocket. I've watched them, but you take it, like, you know, it's here, and then you take it here. That's all I'm saying. I don't don't think that's what I'm doing, but I'll let you have your opinion. I am taking the, uh, the Stallions, uh, but I am concerned about our quarterback play and if we're able to put up points. But I do love my stallions, and maybe they'll draft Kyler Murray. Hey, you never know. I think for eighty grand a year, it's a good deal for him. Uh, hey, they can always trade for Rosen. There you go. <laughs> All right. So the next game is basically the team, the two worst teams in the league record wise. I think Memphis has a good defense, but they have serious quarterback issues. They do have they have made the change to Zach Mettenberger as the starter, and Atlanta has also made a change at starter. Uh, they're going to start Murray this week, Aaron Murray. Who do you guys think is going to win this game, Brian? Give me Memphis. Give me Mettenberger. I'm all team Mettenberger. I like Mettenberger when he was at LSU. Um, I thought it was pretty cool that he's in the AAF now. 
and I'm glad he's getting the start. So I'm going to go Memphis. Yeah, I don't know how he got beat out by uh, what's his face, Sackenberg. Yeah, I don't get it, but I'm glad that they've made the right move and got him starting. What do you think, Kevin? I'm going with Memphis. That <clears throat> Singletary finally did something good <laughs> and benched the quarterback. So I mean, you could you could tell last week alone just the change in quarterback. I mean, why it took so long it makes no sense. But I mean, it also shows why he's a coach in the Alliance and not in the NFL anymore. Well, so maybe that's what he had to learn. As yeah. A, as well, an you, you coach. figured after he had his tirade with Vernon Davis, like he would have been set as a good coach, but then he like lost his way. Yeah. So, this but is... yeah, I'm going Memphis. Eric, did we lose Eric? Um, oh, okay. I think I'll go Legends. Legends? Are you just trying to be anti? What do you, What do you say? Why do you thinking? <clears throat> uh, no real reason. I just think that there's. The, the, this league is still ge- generally kind of random. Yeah, I think I'm taking Memphis because I think that Atlanta may be the old Cleveland Browns, hashtag the new Denver Broncos of the Alliance. They're completely disorganized. They've lost two offensive coordinators now. They lost a head coach before the year began. This team is just dysfunction. I think they could be. Um, I know Polian says they don't expect any teams to be uprooted this year. But I think they could be the first team that does get moved if it's not Salt Lake. Unfortunately, I think Salt Lake might get uh, moved eventually as well. Uh, so I'm going with Memphis. And my friends, if you guys, listen, I, it's been well documented that I listen to pretty much all podcasts. I can't even tell you the last time I listened to music. Um, I know we talked about this on Twitter today or yesterday. But there's some good Alliance podcasts out there. If you guys want like the Memphis and Gold podcast check it out even the shipyard uh, the fleet podcast those guys are hilarious um some good stuff to check out there so uh, just just a quick fact on the memphis atlanta game it's kind of funny um atlanta legends are averaging 11 points a game yeah they're bad like yeah. they're really bad <clears throat> i thought you're gonna say eleven thousand people and i was like wow they've got good attendance no. <laughs> I think honestly, I think 10k is a reasonable expectation for all these teams. If you can average 10k a week with a brand new league, I think that's actually a success. It's a good start. Yeah, and I think that they're smart not showing the empty stands. I know we've I, that was a lot of Twitter tw- Twitter conversations I had last week. I hate it, but also I think it's smart. Because you're putting the focus on football and not the, you know, quarter field stadiums or in Salt Lake the one tenth field stadiums with the thirty seven people that showed up to that first home game. Ten thousand. Yeah. Ten thousand. I mean, don't bring fake news to my show, sir. Ten thousand. Uh, no fresh straight from the PR mouth of of uh, my yeah, friend. No Eric PR guy's guy. ever lied in his entire life. That's their entire job. Eric's How much a good shit man. can don't I throw against the Eric's wall and hope it sticks? All right, last game. Uh last game we got San Antonio who is they're not at home, but they have the best attendance at home. They're averaging almost 30,000 people a game at home. That's crazy. Uh, San Antonio loves their football, and I think everyone knew this This city was going to be strong in the uh, attendance part. They're going against Kevin, your hot shots, who I think they're on the downward spiral right now, kind of. Yeah. I just think everyone's finally catching up to, like I said, and you know, you're you going into week five outside of Atlanta, which I know beat Arizona. But, I mean, everyone else is, like, actually looking and good and improving. 
Yeah, receivers but, still can't catch. It drives me nuts how many drops we see. Yeah, <clears throat> but I'm going to Arizona. Pick my team. I like it. Eric? Hmm. I like Arizona. I like I, – I, I, do they get Walford back for this game? No idea. Yeah, I don't think he's playing this game. I think he's out. Hmm. Well, then, got to go San Antonio. Brian? Um, yeah, I'm going to go Arizona. I've been on the hot shots bandwagon from the start. Kind of a junky, junky start to their season, two and two. Um, but, um, yeah. Two, two losses in a row, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think they're on that downward spiral. I think Kevin's right. I think people are catching up to the league itself is starting to balance and, like, get steady. These teams are starting to get some continuity on their lines, and they've played with each other for a while now. Uh, I still and think in shape. <laughs> what's that? And they're getting in like condition yeah. shape. <laughs> and I, I think I still think the Hot Shots are a good team. I could still see them in the playoff. Uh, but I'm going San Antonio. I think San Antonio is a sleeper in this league that people aren't giving enough respect to. Personally, I wonder if there was guys that got drafted. And when they when they found out that they got drafted, they're like, "Oh shit, I gotta get into playing shape again." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because the draft yeah. wasn't that long ago. Are you do know? you think there should be concerned if you're one of these guys like let's say Carter Schultz, who, or like even the Gilbert, uh, the Orlando's quarterback, who people assume are going to be on NFL rosters, are they at higher risk for in- injury playing nonstop basically throughout the year now? Is that something you're thinking about? If you're taking one of these guys, definitely going to put more mileage on your body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick. I just want to take two minutes maybe or less or five minutes or less on this topic. Cause I'm wanting to make sure we talk. Cause I wanted to talk about it last week. We're a couple of years removed now. Uh, and then we'll close the show out. We're a couple of years removed now from the Cavaliers, uh, uh, Celtics trade, sending Kyrie, obviously out to Boston, bringing Isaiah Thomas, who's now in Denver, I believe starting point guard there. And I looked up this trade, and so at the time, Cleveland gets Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, who I believe is still in Utah, uh, Anti Zizek, and Brooklyn's 2018 first-round pick, which was owned by Boston, and Boston got Kyrie Irving. Are both of those teams regretting that trade now? Like, huge mistake. I don't. <clears throat> I think the the Cavs are regretting trading all the people they got for Kyrie. I mean, it was a good trade for the Cavs. And, I mean, Boston, I mean, it worked out for them because you didn't know what they had. And then you found out when Kyrie got hurt last year that you didn't need him. Your team's better without him. So, I think in the end, the Cavs, like I said, I think they're regretting getting rid of everybody they got for him because they might actually have, like, a halfway decent team right now. Yeah. What do you think, Brian? Um, yeah, I don't – I don't know. Boston's kind of uh, perplexing me right now. Um, as a Milwaukee Bucks fan, it's definitely one of the teams that I fear the most. Um, it's a bunch of super talented, pissed off dudes that um, are going to be uh, pissed off when they enter the playoffs. And the way they've been playing, they, you can easily overlook them and um, they can beat you. Um, they scare me as a team, regardless of uh, 
how they've been playing. It'll be interesting to see what Kyrie wants to do going forward because he definitely he definitely looks unhappy. I think he's out and he's not getting a big deal anywhere. Else. I don't think he's getting a max contract. Block. Ooh, I I think it. There's going to be a stupid team out there. Yeah, I, 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 that's I, I fair. Think you're wrong to assume that Kyrie's not going to get a max contract. He's going to get a max deal. You're right because they're like Brian said. There's a, a dumb team. I, I think my opinion on this is I think both teams do regret it. I think if you look at it, I think there was – I don't know that he stays, but I think there was, a, like, a hair of a chance that LeBron is still in Cleveland uh, if they just told Kyrie to stop whining and kept him like they should have done because I, I think that's what they should – I would have never traded him. Um, but I think if LeBron still had Kyrie, he would have stayed. I think for at least another couple of years. LeBron was already gone as soon as they won that championship. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think he was ninety percent out the door. I think the the trading Kyrie and letting Kyrie have his way pushed him the rest of the way out because he knew he had no one else to play with. Uh, and I just think neither team is any better for it. Like I think Boston doesn't need. Kyrie, right? They got Tatum. Uh, yeah, but they didn't know that at the sure. time. And you got to sit there. You can't say you put in it the trade of Kyrie on LeBron officially leaving. You know how that team worked. LeBron gave the okay. If LeBron didn't want that trade to happen, he was not traded. I disagree because the word I heard was he didn't know till it was done. Like he heard the rumors, but they didn't. Well, Talk. You gotta sit there and say it because everyone thinks you're the reason why he was traded. So of course you gotta play it like that. But you know, everything that went on in Cleveland was all through LeBron. Everything. Well, I bet you he still wishes he was in Cleveland because LA is not working out for him. Yeah, I think um, LeBron picked the wrong time in his career to go to play in the Western Conference. Yes, that was a stupid pick. He should have stayed in the East. Should've yeah, stayed. I'm really, I'm really surprised he went west. I mean. I'm not surprised that he left the Cavs again. Um, yeah. But going to the West at this part of your career, it's a mistake. I'll be interested to see if he um, maybe comes in place for the Knicks or the 76ers next season. Well, he's he locked in for four years. Uh, yeah, he's not, though. It's LeBron <laughs> James. But yeah. he, can he, tra- he can trade himself. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. Whatever. It's so annoying. Is it annoying because he can do it, or is it annoying? I guess what like I the, the, these these contracts that suggest that a player is locked in are are annoying. Yeah, I think overall in all sports, these teams. Antonio Brown's a great point. Uh, I think we've seen in the NBA with uh, AD trying to leave early. The players are getting way too much power, and I never thought I would say that because I've always been a player guy. You know, you know who's a player with too much power. No, okay. <clears throat> You gonna say it, or are you just gonna hold up my show? I'll, I'll give you one guess. I don't need a guess. Just tell me. It's Antonio Brown. He's a player with too much power. So the last time LeBron James missed the postseason, George W. Bush was our president. Yeah, it was like 2004, wasn't it? And I, and iPods were the cool new gadget. I yeah. say, wasn't that the, his rookie year, or no, his second year, no. wasn't it? He got drafted, and I thought no three. I don't remember when he got drafted. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, I think it was, I his, it was his first or second year. I think it was his second. I don't think they made the playoffs his first two years. And then in year three, somehow they made it to get their ass beat by San Antonio. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if, if you want to stay on an NBA tangent, um, 
I really hope that next season the the Bucks uh, move on from Chris Middleton and use that um, max player deal to sign um, Anthony Davis. Who That'd be pretty cool. Anthony Davis is going to be a Clipper or a Laker. Ah! Hey, I'm just telling you what I think. You're probably right. Here's the thing. Why do you want him? Because the Bucks are the truth without him. Like, I never thought I would say that this year, but they're, I'm watching um, ESPN, and they're kind of the truth right now. Nikolai, Nikolai Miritich is so good, Brian. So good. He Yes, he is. <laughs> like It's just like, why does Golden State need Kevin Durant? Oh, yeah, that's right, to win even more. Um, no, uh, Middleton, Lopez, Brogdon, and um, Miritich are all free agents at the end of the season. Uh, Middleton's going to want more money than what he's worth. So if you you have to move on from Middleton, and if you do that, the only reasonable move to keep your team as talented as it can possibly be to compete with the Warriors would be to offer Anthony Davis a max deal in Milwaukee because you're not going to overpay Middleton. But AD's not going to Milwaukee. <sighs> It's Milwaukee. Look, I'm not at, trying to hate. At, look at the guys that they've brought in, though. Miritich recruited Paul Gasol to come play for Milwaukee. Okay, Paul Gasol he's, is over the hill, and he's trying to capture. Yeah, but these guys talk all the time. Milwaukee is becoming a cool place to come and play, all because of Giannis. Here's the deal. Here's, this is how I'm going to tell you, right? Cleveland, Milwaukee, sp- size of like fun shit to do is probably pretty close right oh yeah you can't get into trouble here but (laughs) in the greatest player in his generation couldn't get anybody to come join him until they weren't any good anymore we we don't have an orchids of asia here sorry And, and that's why you don't have ad if he could go, Robert get, Robert Kraft will never come here. Yeah, yeah, you will. Never. Shout out Robert Kraft. And you, actually, you know what's funny is Bill Clinton comes to a lot of Milwaukee Bucks home games. Shout oh. out Bill Clinton. Robert Kraft shouldn't be too far behind there. Again, Bill Bill Clinton passed his prime. See, you're only getting guys that are past their well, prime. Whatever. Um, Shout out Bill Clinton. I mean. We haven't we haven't seen this amount of talent in Milwaukee since um, we had uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and um, yeah it, Oscar Robertson. You know, by the way, who did win that LeBron that that Kyrie trade? The good old Utah Jazz, because Jay Crowder is now an every night contributor, baby. Yeah, and they even got well. It was po- after that trade, but you look at they went out and got Corver uh, back. And he's don't you know like the GM? I don't care. I hate the Jazz. But you know the GM. What do you mean how right? do I know? Isn't he your brother or something? No. Whoa, he's your brother? No. No, your brother in law or something. You've told me about this. No. Like you have he a worked, my brother in law worked at, was the uh, did some, was the uh, announcer for the Jazz for a while. Oh like did the play by play for the Spanish team. Where the oh. fuck did you get? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I mean Martin, he might as well Martin. be the GM. He loves the jet. Like he's a hardcore jazz fan, as I am a Browns fan. Watching my two brother in laws watch a jazz game I, is only what I can imagine it being like when I watch a Browns game. It's ridiculous. Hashtag so 
Go ahead. I, I have one question for you, Pierce. What? I'm closing the show out. What do you need? Upcoming free agency. I just did this. This is a segment that's never going to see the light of day. Because... And it's probably not going to get talked about tonight because I've been on for an hour and a half and we're closing up shop. But if you want to make it quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, here's who I think the Browns get in free agency. Landon Collins, Anthony Barr. Okay, first off, I think the Browns should be getting Landon Collins. They should spend some of that $89 million. I think it would be a genius move. Uh, and nice way to get me to think about having this conversation by starting with the Browns. Uh, but yeah, I think Collins, I think Cleveland's going to be interested in Collins and I'll leave that at that. All right, guys, I do got to go. I'm hungry. I'm tired. It's been a long day. I still have math to do. Uh, so I can graduate soon. All right. Peace out. Love you guys. Eric, thanks for coming on. Brian, Kevin, thank you guys. As always, stop shrugging at me. We will see you guys next week as usual. Uh, unless Brian's playing volleyball. I still want to, Brian, I want you to live cast in volleyball so I can do play by play. We're, we're done, uh, for the year Saturdays, unless I get into a sand tournament here. Then do it. Get into that tournament, <laughs> live cast it. I want to call play by play Brian playing volleyball. Like, all right, that setup was terrible. That Willis could have done way better at the setup there. Uh, definitely not going to make the hall with that kind of shit. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, I'm out of here. Um, you guys have a great week, okay? Hi, right, you guys too. <coughs> That's me coughing. If, for everyone else, thank you guys for joining us today. We will be back next week. Same time, same place. Go, if you haven't watched the show, go download us on iTunes. Go download us on Google Play. Subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. You can email us at pearsomemindpod at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys. Thank everybody who came on today. Eric, thanks for popping up and creating chaos. And thanks, Millie, for giving us some barking. You guys have a great day. We will see you next week.